y'all. It's your boy. One and only a switch. We're getting you yet another episode of Switches Sites, episode 55. Today's date is May 14th, 2020. Also, aka 60 time social distancing champion, aka the um, Orange Chicken Crusader. <laughs> AKA the Negro Whisperer bringing you another episode of Switch of Sights again because I missed that part. And I apparently totally fucked up the whole recording of this podcast. That's why I'm recording it yet again. Um, so apparently messing with RTX voice when I booted up the PC. It's still technically my fault regardless because I didn't think to do a check before recording. And basically (laughs) I was playing it back. (laughs) I sound like a fucking Pokemon. (laughs) Like those cries in the, in the freaking, uh, in, uh, early Pokemon Game Boy games. <laughs> That's exactly what I fucking sound like. <laughs> oh, it's kind of funny, but I'm kind of mad at the same time because pretty much I did that all for nothing because I can't even do I can't do anything with that. <laughs> Straight up Pokemon cries. That's all <laughs> on this version of Switches sites. You have just Pokemon cries. That's all you get. Ah, so I guess I'm gonna try to remember everything I said before and do it again. My first, first, uh, I feel like there's gotta be a term for this first struggle stream, struggle recording of the show. My first and hopefully last, um, damn it. Oh yeah, so uh, Epic Epic Game Store, it did release uh, GTA Five. So for like what, maybe the two of you that don't have GTA Five for PC, now's your chance to get it free on Epic Game Store. Uh, freaking took down the whole server as expected, even though at the same time it's like. It's been on PC. I mean, I feel like everybody who wants it got it, but then, you know, hey, free is free. So, I mean, you know, uh, hell, I, I got it for Steam and Rockstar, uh, Rockstar's uh, site. And then I'm like, well, might as well just get it again. Why not? I mean, it's free. So probably a lot of those people are probably in the same mindset. So I get it as well. But yeah, yeah. Um. I think uh, outside of that, um, oh yeah, I mean, uh, with uh, the current pandemic, is only getting worse. People still not listening, I think, because now we uh, have yet three more months, specifically at least in LA, but um, three more months of fun, funness that is uh, 
stay in your ass home. So, you know, that's great. I mean, depend on who you are, but, um, yeah, yeah. So outside of that, hopefully people are occupying themselves, staying busy mentally, maybe physically. I mean, <laughs> depend on your mindset. I don't know. Um, but yeah, outside of that, let's stop the dilly dally and, and get right into it again. Cause I fucked up the whole damn recording. So <laughs> I only have myself to blame. Um, so first topic of discussion, <laughs> I'm still laughing on how sound like, sh- like a straight Pokemon, man, <laughs> straight fucking Pokemon. Oh man. Oh, it was atrocious. And I should have been paying attention. Cause as I was recording, I mean, multiple people were, were telling me it. I didn't know how horrible it was. I was thinking like, Oh, yeah, oh no, I could fix that in post and I could not fucking fix that in post. Hell no. That is unsalvageable. Oh, they're saying, oh, that's some some weird static, but like straight loud ass just disruptive static of just like what I hate. Again, I have myself to blame solely for that. Um yeah, so first topic of the discussion, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 has been announced. Uh, apparently, weirdly enough, <laughs> Tony revealed this news maybe like, uh, I think technically a day before by, I guess, texting people. I think he has. And I don't know what this damn weird ass texting thing is where like you've seen a lot of celebrities uh, or, you know, big YouTubers doing it where like. They willingly give out a number. I'm pretty certain it's not their 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 actual number, but some number that lets them access texts uh, in a different maybe manner than traditional text or something like that. Um, I'll try to do some more research on that because I'm very curious how that works. And, you know, <laughs> I think just appeal that they're just giving out their number. I think people are like, oh, wow, it's his number. But I mean, I mean, obviously it's a way to get to and contact the person, but I don't know. Some just seems like up with that. Like there's something, something to that. I don't know. Some like just disjointed that I don't, I personally would like, wouldn't get any fulfillment if it's like, let's say a somebody I'm a huge fan of. I don't know. I think just it's weird, but, but I digress. Um, before that, uh, I guess this was on his actual birthday that he revealed this, that, Hey, Hey guys, uh, Tony Hawk's person here wanted to a happy birthday to me. Um, but, uh, yeah. So Tony Hawk's pro skater one and two made by the actual developers of the first, first games. I think the first three, uh, vicarious visions. So, um, that's good. It's uh, I think that's probably the biggest notable component of this. Cause I mean, you could do this and then like have maybe some totally unknown developer and you don't know how they're going to actually treat the IP um, versus other people. Cause I think I'm, I forgot who did. And let me fact check that actually. Um, 
let me um <laughs> feel like in those movies. Um, let me um let me a fact check real quick. Uh, let me um fact check. Um, Robomodo. I have no clue who that is. What are their what are their creds? Oh God. Yeah, they were like associated with all the horrible Tony Hawk games. So it kind of makes sense. Tony Hawk Ride, they made. Tony Hawk Shred, don't even remember that one. Tony, and of course, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5. Ugh, yeah. It's uh, pretty understandable why they uh, ended ties with this developer. So they're still in business. Maybe. Uh, the website's expired, though. Or is it? Yeah, the website's gone. I think they're done. Yeah, according to going by this track record, all the other games aren't even notable, really. I don't recall. Monster Flash, Gobbler's Escape, Hunger Games, Catch and Fire, Panam Run, skate, Skateboard Slam, Big League Sports Connect, In Time. Yeah. Yeah, and according to the, you know, gameography of them, yeah, Tony Hawk's Gross Pro Skater 5 was the last one. Pretty sure that one wasn't the nail in the coffin. So, but yeah, it's definitely great. They uh, are back with Vicarious Visions. That's probably the biggest, I'd say, uh, sigh of release, or sigh of release, sigh of relief that, you know, this is in good hands and that it's going to be pretty good. So, um, yeah, there's also going to be uh, some features that weren't in the original game, of course. Uh, create a player will actually be in here as well as online. Um, so that's pretty cool. I assume all the all the games we knew and love, um, hopefully um, from a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater or Thug, Tony Hawk's Underground. Um, that was my favorite. Um, and that's, I guess... Yeah, that was the one that actually got me into Tony Hawk, if anything. Just the whole cool open world aspect and uh, basically rags to riches uh, type story. Uh, you know, growing with your character, going through trials and tribulations. <laughs> and, you know, it feels like there's it's always some cookie cutter damn, um, some damn cookie cutter story. Whenever it's like sports related, it's like, oh, you, oh, you, 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 you big time now, huh? Huh, chump? And then, you know, uh, you like at the top of the top uh, and then you, <laughs> something horrible happens. Of course, it's like it's not it's not a, a sports rags, the richest story unless somebody uh, crosses your back, uh, does something evil. And now you back to square one and got to <laughs> prove yourself again. And then right after that, some big final defining tournament, you win and then you're now the best person in history to ever do it. I I have yet to, to, to uh, hear or find any game that does not with that rags to riches uh, trope not do that. Um, then again, I've really played too many sports rag to riches type games, but I assume a lot of it is the more or less the same, but all in all pretty dope. Uh, collector's edition is kind of interesting and got a, uh, got a limited edition full-size birdhouse skateboard deck. 
So I guess, you know, hey, you want to get a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater deck? I guess it's signed, artificially signed by Tony Hawk. That's kind of cool. Not in my alley, but, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I'll assume you really like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Maybe that would that would speak to you. I don't know. I don't know. But cool stuff, though. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Give it a shot. Yeah, I was not impressed by HD. Tony Hawk's HD, and now I know why it was made by the same same people that made Ride and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, which are admittedly some of the worst. But I think this is definitely a good step in the right direction of bringing Tony Hawk back to its prime, if anything, because I think just the the general like gameplay loop and, and whatnot is uh is pretty solid. Uh, at least from specifically from playing uh, Thug. And I think I played a couple other games after that. I played a bit of Thug 2, I think Project 8. Uh, I think a little bit of American Wasteland as well. But uh, it's just if I felt like Thug was just that sweet spot for me personally, uh, having not played the original one and two. But, you know, maybe that's just me. But hey. I mean, if you want to think about the next game, I mean, Thug wouldn't be too bad to remake. You know, I wouldn't mind it. Um, <laughs> I hope they hope they let you do in this game where you take a horrible ass picture on like a flip phone at the time where you can actually program your face in the game like you could in Thug. Um, probably obviously more smarter technology than that, like what they're doing with 2K and stuff where you can actually legitimately put your face in the game so that I assume you could do that because I know you can at least do it back then. I'm not sure about the more recent Tony Hawk games, but all in all, I'm looking forward to it. Um, taking it back to the basics legitimately this time, not like half-assed and whatnot. I think one kind of slight downside is they, I, I believe they said that they didn't get to get the full, full set of uh, music that was originally in the in those games. So there will be some missing songs uh, compared to the original. But they said they were able to get what they got. Yeah, we'll see. Um. Yeah, moving on, uh, this earlier today, uh, they did, uh, stream the state of play for Ghost of Tsushima. So they showed like in depth what the game was or kind of what to expect. Um, so I guess one component I wasn't aware of that actually it's actually going to be free, free roam or open world. Um, I thought it was going to be more linear than it is, but actually it seems to be more way more open world than um, at least what I was expecting. Um, You seem to be only able to navigate via horse, at least from what they showed. Maybe potentially you can like use one of those cool, um, what do you call them? Things you can fly in, not necessarily a kite, glider, think of glider. Those cool like Japanese gliders they used to, like rock in the, in that feudal period, I believe, um, that'd be kind of cool. Um, outside of that, uh, the graphics really good. 
Um, they show like some like, I guess, subtle signs they can go by to go to certain areas like they were showing like trails of smoke that indicate somebody needs help and you can, you know, save whoever is in trouble. I'm not sure. I got the vibe that maybe it potentially could be like something like, um, what you call it? Um, what is it? Like, uh, Red Dead Redemption two and Grand Theft Auto five where like, you know, you get the random request, the people that need help and you can optionally save them or you could save them or not. It's totally up to you. Something like that. I'm, I'm guessing maybe to kind of, at least keep you playing if you are like yearning to die, yearning to die, yearning to die, playing it after beating it or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got there. They show collectibles and stuff where you can get these certain items that boost you in certain ways, you know, typical game stuff I got there. Then they started showing the gameplay. I definitely got a lot of vibes, a lot of, um, what is it called? Um, way of the samurai vibes, I guess specifically with the stances. I know it's in other games, but the combat felt didn't feel like as fast as other games. Um, so that's what kind of maybe led me away from it being similar to Neo or, um, uh, Sekiro. Um, it's, it felt more slower and methodical, which, which is more in line with way of the samurai's combat. So that's definitely at least is uh, the closest it reminded me to of another game, but it seemed to have a unique twist to it where it did at the same time, have an emphasis on parrying, kind of similar to, you know, yeah, Sekiro had parries. Yeah. Kind of pretty much similar to Sekiro in terms of parrying, but also a little bit of Onimusha blended in there, you know, for added taste. Cause, uh, you know, at least when Onimusha, you can like do those sweet ass freaking parries or I forgot what they called them. I think, uh, I forgot the term. I think it's like Ukami or something like that. It was some specific term they, they use for it. But basically if you timed, uh, the attack button right before they're about to attack, you would instantly kill them. And that's kind of the gist, at least the vibe I got from the gameplay. They show like, uh, him timing, uh, attack and attack at the right time. And it will instantly kill the person. And then you can kind of somewhat get a flow going or a vibe going, which again, kind of reminds me a little bit of way to Samurai, where you can kind of do that as well. Um, if you, you know, get this, uh, I guess you, this, this, uh, what is that term where you like feel everything and everything like becomes in sync damn term for that, uh, flow flow. I think that's the term. It might be some other way to describe it, but you know, something like that. They did, uh, like show dismemberment. It wasn't as glorified or gory as like maybe other games, but it was definitely there. Notable. Um, all in all looked good. Nothing that I guess just like, wow, this is great. This is, I have to play this now, but it's something like once I get into my hands, I think I'll definitely enjoy more. Um, they also showed like a, um, the stealth, a stealth method of doing the, it seems like they said the same battle. 
So basically you play the same battle, but in a more stealth aspect. So you'd be sneaking up on people, uh, doing, um, death from above and, and chaining, uh, stealth kills and stuff like that. Hella, hella, um, tense you vibes for sure. Um, smoke bombs and stuff like that. Nothing like, I guess, you know, like, wow, this is Ghost of Tsushima, you know, it didn't. And I guess that's maybe my overall impression of the game. Is that like, at least from what we saw from here, like, eh, it's more, more or less the same. It feels like in terms of like any other kind of a samurai stealth ninja type game. Um, but I, again, I was saying like, probably after I, start playing it, getting the vibe and groove of it all. I'll probably like, yeah, it's probably a pretty great game, but I mean, uh, at least from what I saw, I know there's probably some more unique defining things that might, they'll probably show us later, uh, closer to a release. But for here, I was like, you know, more or less the same than what I was before seeing it. So nothing that took away from it. If anything, just was just the same. Um, definitely looking forward to playing it, but not like as giddy or like hype to play it as like, let's say other games last was two and things like that. So all in all, um, pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, uh, definitely satisfied what I saw, at least answered a lot of questions I did have. I wasn't really sure about how the game was, but now, uh, you definitely get a vibe of at least the direction they're about to go towards. Um, with with this when it does come out, July seventeenth, pretty sure. So, uh, after that, I think later in the week they did reveal a uh, Mafia trilogy. They dropped the trailer, uh, but basically, Mafia one, Mafia two, and Mafia three, all remastered. Um, I guess I'm not sure really what the deal is with Mafia 3 since that technically came out this generation and it's gonna come out uh, only, or at least currently on current platforms, Xbox One, PS4, and uh, Epic Game Store. Um, but obviously the biggest, I guess, uh, marquee game out of the collection is definitely the original Mafia since that's probably, it has the most to gain from this treatment of being remade. So, um, at least from what we saw in the trailer and the graphics, uh, screenshots, Jesus looks damn beautiful. Um, cars, environment streets with the, you know, little water, little puddles, you know, just some good ass looking puddles, some good ass looking puddles. Let me tell you all this damn, this damn, leaves blowing. It's great. It's great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's probably, at least for me, that would be the biggest interest. If I were to get this collection is, uh, specifically playing, um, playing the first one since, uh, I at least way back, I did play it originally. And, um, it was, uh, it was rough around the edges, but you know, when you're a kid and you play like horrible games, it's this weird, just, you know, filter of like, 
this game is good. I mean, I think just like, you know, uh, ownership where it's like, Hey, I invested in this game. You know, I got good grades to get this game. So you know what? I can't get no game for a while. Hey, this game is great. All right. There's it's a little rough here and there, but Hey, overall, this is a good game. <laughs> so you don't want to feel like <laughs> just shunned by the purchase you made. Um, but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I, I enjoyed, it. I didn't beat it, but, uh, it definitely had some rough patches, but I was having a good time. I re- I recall. Um, yeah, but some, some damn missions like kind of similar to GTA, just straight annoying, irritating, aggravating, all of the above. Um, but Hey, it is what it is. So we'll see. We'll see when it comes out. I think they're giving us a full trailer next week. That's going to go into more detail about everything. So that's going to be cool. Um, yeah, this is pretty cool. Nothing I really would have seen coming, but at the same time, pretty welcome, I'd say. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot Stadia, too. That's, I guess. <laughs> it's it's hard to, you know, get excited about Stadia at, currently at this point until they, you know, do something really notable, get some, like, killer app exclusive, which we have yet to see. If anything, they're just, like, indie games or timed timed exclusive indie games. Um, but yeah. And uh more depressing news. I mean, if you was trying to trying to go to Tokyo Game Show, uh you can't because it's been canceled like everything else. Nobody going anywhere this year. All right. Twenty twenty the year for nobody. Right you I said it right here. Twenty twenty the year for nobody. So, you know, if you wanted to go to go to Tokyo Game Show, you can't because it's been canceled. Just just reminding you, that's all. I just just had to put that out there. Um, also talking about uh, what we talked about last week, at least the continuation or aftermath of that in terms of uh, uh, inside Xbox event. So basically that event has been, um, has been canceled. I don't know why I keep doing that. (laughs) That's not true. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. Um, but in regards to, you know, the, um, disappointing, I think I, I would assume pretty general reception of disappointment in terms of the inside Xbox event. Um, Aaron Greenberg, the uh, head of marketing uh, for Xbox, uh, he said uh, in response to those criticisms, uh, had we not said anything and just shown May inside Xbox show like we did last month, I suspect reactions might have been different. Clearly, we set some wrong expectations and that's on us. We appreciate all the feedback and can assure and can assure you we will take it all in and learn as a team praying hands heart. So, um, I think this is kind of, uh, harking back in terms of like just overall theme, I think vibe, I think a lot of people would get in terms of Xbox's uh, representation so far in terms of, you know, the kind of, 
uh, rolled to release on the Series X is that uh, just overall transparency and honesty, uh, I think is 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 pretty refreshing, specifically for Xbox in terms of you know previous history before in regards to you know <laughs> uh, Don Matrick with the, the the original Xbox One initial release, like. Was, oh my god it's so damn tone deaf man it was like uh it's horrible he when it, it was something about like yeah people had like suspicions about you know obviously the very controversial uh decisions they were gonna plan and plan to make at the time of you know like always on uh authentication checks uh, no physical games and, and stuff like that. And then, <laughs> well, if you don't like that, well, we do have another resolution or solution for that. And that's Xbox 360. All right. <laughs> fuck you and just get Xbox 360. Shut the fuck up. All right. Just get that if you want. Cause no, we're not going to change for our, our customers. <laughs> like what? What? <laughs> And obviously that bit them in the ass, but now with a uh, different management and changes, uh, it seems yeah, definitely now, uh, I think they're in the right track where they need to be for sure. Just being very transparent, honest, receptive to feedback, uh, which is, I think very appreciated. And I think is going to definitely help them way more in the long run than it, you know, obviously did before last generation. So, um, definitely respect it for sure that at least they're responsive and, you know, criticizing, not criticizing, but just uh, taking in the feedback and, you know, kind of trying to do better and, you know, Hey, you can't get mad at people trying to do better. I mean, I got my, got my Xbox fanboy hat. <laughs> I love how I'm saying this. I have a fucking Xbox on the back. <laughs> okay. I have a PlayStation. I have a switch. All right. I'm not, not a I'm not a fanboy, all right. I do prefer Xbox, but I like both all you know parties, all right. Damn. Oh, so uh keeping in line with that, you know, the other side of the console war, uh Unreal Engine 5 was also revealed later this week. Um and uh pretty impressive pretty impressive from what I saw. Um, it wasn't anything, um, that blew my mind at least, but it's definitely a lot of aspects I could see. Um, I guess when put together, uh, potentially leading to some like stunning visuals. So basically, uh, Epic, they, uh, dropped a trailer, uh, showing a de- uh, demo showing in game, in-game footage of, uh, you know, of a, a demo game. It doesn't seem like a legitimate game that's going to release or anything like that. Um, but they did reveal that this is all on the PlayStation five, which is crazy. So they show straight up gameplay of, you know, kind of what to expect in, you know, some aspects of using unreal engine five, uh, seems to be overall way more efficient in a lot of aspects in terms of, you know, generating, uh, uh, presumably aspects and environment and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was cool, but I don't know. I guess it just wasn't anything that just like 
wowed me in particular. Like, wow, I've never seen that before. It like, at least from like screenshots and everything I'm seeing, it seemed like this is something that could technically be made in this, our current generation, which I guess is the problem I had. But I do kind of attribute some of that to kind of just YouTube's quality overall in terms, you know, whenever you upload something to YouTube, the quality is slightly degraded from what it originally is when it gets, you know, before it's uploaded to YouTube, if that makes sense. So I do feel like some of that might be coming into play where it's like, you know, maybe there's some finite details that are kind of missing that otherwise I would maybe see more clearly and more defined like, oh, okay, yeah, you can't do that on our current generation. But from everything I saw, it seemed like you could to some extent or just maybe some trickery here and there, or maybe I'm just, my eyesight is just going away, which, you know, <laughs> I can accept that. But again, I mean, it's like obviously playing physical media or whatever, any type of media, anything downloaded versus streamed is definitely going to look, you know, automatically way better. So I think it, let's say if I did have this video uh, downloaded and saw it like physically uh, versus streamed, I think I would have a, a greater appreciation for it, but I saw it in 4k and everything. And it's like, it looks really good, but it's like, what makes this different from seeing it in any other light, I guess. But you know, I guess that's just me as well as, you know, trying to go solely off YouTube, which is not a good source specifically for quality or, you know, just having that benefit of the doubt, just knowing that going in. So, so yeah, maybe I'll, uh, do some search and maybe, uh, try to get the actual digital, actual physical media, um, digital file to actually play it in see it in its actual environment versus, you know, streamed outside of that. But overall, it's definitely just in, in terms specifically of the kind of efficiency of developing and, and things like that. It seems pretty cool overall. I'm definitely looking forward to for sure. For sure. So I guess technically we got some game, <laughs> some gameplay for PlayStation 5. Um, I guess if you count Godfall, the one game they announced at the Game Awards, but I don't think that was actual gameplay. But, you know, hey, this is technically in-game gameplay for PlayStation 5. Next gen. A new experience in gaming. Are you ready? Moving on. Uh, Capcom recently had a uh, earnings call and on that uh, revealed some interesting deets details in regards to um just projections <laughs> projection and uh predict predicaments predictions of uh fiscal year of uh 2021 and it was some interesting interesting revelations uh, probably the first notable one is, uh, well, first, uh, revealing, uh, that they plan to ship 28 million, uh, in sales of the fiscal year with specifically multiple 
major new titles. So for Capcom, who has like, I'm definitely one of the best consistent um, majority of very favorable uh, intellectual properties. Um, that's saying a lot, I'd say. Because, I mean, it's a lot of potential there. Um, so, I mean, one we can really already scratch is RE8 because, you know, that's all but confirmed at this point. Um, what else? Probably um, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. I, I Yeah, they probably count that as a new title, I would assume. Um, what I personally would want is uh of course Resident Evil Outbreak remake or either or um because I don't know about this resistance stuff but we'll see um possibly Street Fighter Six it's been what five years seems like a a proper time period at least to get that ball rolled in <laughs> ball rolling um what else fucking um Marvel versus Capcom 4 potentially who knows if that uh may come to be um of course maybe some new IPs uh you know maybe being revived rebooted um Onimusha is definitely one I'd want uh well considering <laughs> our uh dreams of Dino Crisis which is still befuddles me that they have not like thought of bringing that back that would be such a prime candidate to uh be rebooted remade but hey it's not my call it's not my call but all in all just the potential multiple major new titles that uh implies a lot so but uh you know hey it's nice to dream fantasize you know playing co-op with Virgil Dante playing new characters, you know, actually have good net code for Street Fighter Six, and or Marvelous Capcom Four if that if that is actually a thing. One can dream, dream, dream hard and long, you know. Why does that sound weird? <laughs> Moving on. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that just felt weird. <laughs> Um, in terms of Evo, <laughs> Evo Online, just the just saying that always chuckles, <laughs> makes me fucking laugh. because uh, I instantly referenced to the the memes that were going around regarding um <laughs> playing Evo Online, where they're basically recapping some of the uh <laughs> the big moments of Evo, <laughs> like Marvel's Capcom Two, Justin. <laughs> You have been disconnected. <laughs> oh, man, that is <laughs> so dumb. It's funny at the same time. Oh, man. Oh, my cheeks. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> you've been disconnected. Let's <laughs> do rage quit. But it le- legitimately rage quit. Uh Either way, uh, we did get some more details in regards to Evo online, uh, which was kind of up in the air because like, you know, hey, they were like, hey, we uh, don't worry. Evo is still a thing. 
uh, we're introducing Evo Online. And they were like, um, what? <laughs> How's that going to work? Um, what? E- what? <laughs> so uh, we did get some more details. So we have five weekends of uh, fighting games. So still weird how that's going to work out. But uh, I guess maybe... Yeah, they're maybe trickling things out or maybe mitigating a lot of the ent- like um, open entry of people. It's hard to say, or I guess just doing specific games during those weekends, I guess. Um, it seems like it's a lot of possibilities, but um, yeah, so basically five weekends and uh <laughs> The biggest omission uh, definitely um, is uh, the removal of uh, Smash Ultimate, (laughs) RIP Smash. Um, You didn't have a chance. You didn't have a chance. (laughs) One of the worst online experiences in fighting games probably today, Smash Online. So totally understandable why it (laughs) got cut. But um, still unfortunate either way, because, I mean, uh, if it just wasn't for the horrible line, um, Smash would be like damn near perfect. But yeah, hopefully this lights a fire under Nintendo Sakurai to uh, ideally make uh, improve the online and make it viable to actually play online. But nah. Yeah, it's like it sucks, but at the same time, it's totally everybody understands like, yeah, we get it. So (laughs) people are saying, hey, if Smash in, I'm playing Cannondorf (laughs) all. So, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, totally understand. But definitely good for all the other games still included. Um, Under Night in Birth. Uh, Dragon Ball, Fighter Z, Tekken 7, Street Fighter 5. Uh, Street Fighter 5 is questionable. Tekken, even you can kind of question too. Uh, Soul Calibur 6, Grand Blue Fantasy, Samurai Showdown. So, all in all, pretty good. Also, they uh added, I guess, presumably in place of Smash, uh, Killer Instinct. So, that's pretty cool, which is. Uh, from what I uh, hear is definitely one of the best fighting game net code uh, out there. So that's pretty cool. Having Killer Instinct come back uh, appropriately <laughs> in the online only environment is pretty cool. Um, and at least for the open online tournament, they're having it for MK11, Killer Instinct, Dems Fighting Herds. I forgot that. I think that's new too. I don't think that was included as well as Skull Girl. I don't believe that was included in the original lineup at the time. So that's pretty cool all around. Um, hey, they, I'm just saying, watch out. Uh, them's fighting herds. Evo 2020 online champion. Look no further. Look no further. All right. I'm declaring it right now. Pony. <laughs> Pony Express, Pony Express Bruno. That's my, that's my character right there. All right. Pony man, Pony man, uh, Pony man Umbra. That's my dude. All right. 
That's my main. Don't mess with him because he's going to fuck you up. <laughs> Pony man Umbra. Watch out. All right. I'm just saying you don't want that smoke. Just putting that out there. You don't want that smoke. You don't want it. Uh, yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Sorry. Um, but yeah, all in all, uh, I think they're definitely going about it a good way as to try to maybe mitigate, you know, potential rage quitters or disconnects. And then, you know, how is that going to work? If like, let's say somebody's fighting, have a real competitive match and then somebody maybe disconnects out of their own, you know, out of their control. How does that, how's that getting handled, taken care of, you know, a lot of variables to consider and how they're going to manage the pools for, you know, the people that are doing that way. Like, is it, I would assume maybe it's going to be like a discord dedicated discord, um, group, uh, server that lets you, you know, have, or is organized by each pool. And then, you know, Hey, such and such is up. Get this, get connected. Give me your code, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how one it's played out on the back end, and then two, how is it going to be kind of portrayed overall? And then I, we forgot to mention like the tournament of champions. So my prediction with that is that they're probably gonna, they're probably gonna, uh, at least the people that have you know been vetted in terms of winning multiple previous championships before of, you know, respective games, uh, actually having that and then probably might be flown or, you know, uh, at a dedicated place where they actually will play like in semi close proximity while also being aware and kind of, um, you know, abiding by the social distancing guidelines and then, you know, broadcasting that like traditionally, like they would before is my suspicion prediction and that like how they're going to handle that. I don't see them, you know, playing <laughs> Marvel versus Capcom two online on three sixty. Um, yeah, that just does not seem like that's going to happen online on three sixty. even though the service technically is still up could do that, but I doubt most people, <laughs> Yeah, considering the, the restrictions of that, like you have to one, have bought Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and then two, have a work in 360 available, and then three, have an account that actually was able to buy it and can re download it. Because if you didn't buy it then, you can't access the game now. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But. It, it It is a good indication in terms of how at least, you know, God forbid if this happens, this whole situation happens again, that we'll have some kind of way to counter it, fight against it, you know? So yeah, all in all interesting stuff. Very interested to see all this is going to play out. But yeah, in uh, other news in terms of, just weirdness, just weird weirdness altogether is uh Square Enix has this weird as promotion that basically if you if you purchase uh make a hundred 
over a hundred dollars in purchases in in their store, you'll get a free uh COVID nineteen edition <laughs> Square Enix mask. Uh labeling and all. So Yeah. Just something about that just seems very dirty and weird. And depressing as well. But uh, just weird, man. Like we're in those times right now that now people are starting to somewhat capitalize off of uh face masks. Very weird. Very, very weird. But yeah, <laughs> just had to bring that up. Cause like what really, I guess. Sure. All right. Yeah. But I digress. All right. Outside of that, pretty much covers news for the week. Um, so yeah, um, let's cover what I've been up to game and wise. Um, so games I played modern warfare. Yeah. So trying to get all the, um, the uh challenges for the season i think there's only like 20 20 days left for this season before season four so uh pretty much got most of them i think i just have to unlock all the levels of this season i think i'm on uh 144 so i got like maybe 11 more levels now so uh yeah. Yeah. So I've been trying to uh, rank up, get these dumbass challenges. It's this one dumb one that you have to freaking uh kill like 50 people on a damn tank, Um, which is like, I don't know. I feel like they're that's probably my one gripe with these challenges is that they're cool. They keep you engaged and playing for the most part. But some of these like. I don't like how they kind of promote you to um, play just to play for that purpose. So basically when you start, because obviously the only way to get these kills is by playing ground war, which is basically like a 60, 32 versus 32 battle. And then when you do that, um, you get, they spawn a IAV, which is basically a tank, like maybe every 15, 10, 15 minutes. And after it does that, then everybody's running and, and trying to get in it. And then if nobody, if the only two people can get in the tank, so uh, anybody else that's trying to get the, uh, the challenge has to wait or, you know, actually play, play the game. Uh, but then you have people that are just gonna that are waiting at the spawn for another tank to spawn in order to actually play uh, and get the get the uh, challenge, which it, I feel just takes away from the spirit of the challenge, where it's like something that you're more than likely mo- most likely gonna do, but you um, you know it's not a huge barrier where you have to go completely out your way to do something or not make the number ridiculously high, like 50 kills. That's like, like how about maybe 15, 20 at the most? 
But at the end of the day, I still did it though. So it's like, what does that even mean? So I don't know. But uh, I did definitely take advantage of the one playlist they had last weekend, which was, um, what was it? Uh, Shoot the Ship or Shipment 24-7, where it's just straight shipment all day. And that's literally what I did all weekend was play shipment, ranking up my weapons, um, especially specifically the the new weapons that came out, the LMG and the... um, the what was it the marksman rifle so i straight up literally uh <laughs> used up all my damn tokens my double xp double weapon xp token and double xp token and like straight grinded uh those as well as um uh pistols uh pretty much all the pistols i had i didn't um I didn't unlock a Kimbo for them, uh, dual, dual wheel, which, uh, for a lot of those, it will at least was broken at the time. So I ended up doing that. <laughs> I pretty much freaking ranked up everything, uh, that I wanted to at least, uh, this past weekend, which was, uh, it was pretty fun actually just playing. I I've never played a map more times consistently in my life. Maybe, Maybe in some demos here and there, but like shipment has got to be probably the most played map <laughs> I've ever played like consistently, um, at least in recent memory. I don't know, but outside of that, um, yeah, had a, had a, had a good sense of fulfillment playing it. Um, don't have too much to go. Got all the hard, annoying stuff out the way, like getting juggernauts, getting freaking um what's the other one not pave low but uh darn it the one other helicopter that does not come to me um but yeah <laughs> getting get get uh 333 kills with a weapon with three attachments on it like or okay i guess i'll do it i do it i, I did it okay i guess i kind of had fun with it but you know <laughs> Uh, it sounds like a crackhead. It's like, uh, I don't want it, but the fact that you want me to get it, but I, I, I do kind of want to get it. But the fact that you want me to get it, I kind of don't, but I still do get it. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I did. But after the fact, I did kind of like it. So <laughs> what does that say? I don't know. Either way, um, yeah, that was pretty much Modern Warfare. Yeah, almost 24-7, but kind of like peppered in between that. I was getting some Gears Tactics, uh, Tactics, Tactics, Gears Tactics in. Um, man, that game is pretty great. I am, uh, I'm still surprised by how good, uh, how, how much I am enjoying that. Not even factoring in the, the, uh, which I'm gonna call it the um, gears fandom of it all, but geez, even on its own, I mean that definitely is a is a reasonable component. I'm not even gonna lie about that, but it's just like you have all the fun stuff of gears, but in tactical form, which is 
it's pretty fulfilling, you know, just getting that payoff about making the right move, right decision. Um, and you know, having your whole team alive, uh, which I did <laughs> my, uh, my, my tactical, uh, prowess was getting it like tested in terms of, uh, it, uh, some of the missions where, you know, some of those missions are just dumb where it's one in particular where you have to freaking, um, what is it? You have to get like a set amount of boxes. And, um, as you're, uh, progressing, uh, each turn, uh, the field, this field increases. And as it increases, there's like more opportunities for, uh, these enemies called the cyst or nemesis nemesis that will, uh, hit anybody within the range after the turn is over. And it's just like, uh, it's just annoying just annoying. It wasn't nothing of fun about it. And that's the one thing I think I have an issue with, with the game so far is that like it, it seems to, I think it's a problem with like a fair amount of games that they artificially add length when they don't need to. Um, it just seems like they were just adding length just to add length, which is just, it's always annoying at times, but you know, in this one, at least in the specific part in the game I'm at. Um, that's kind of the issue I've been having. So, um, but outside of that, uh, I have to say, yeah, I am thoroughly enjoying the game. I'm not even sure where I'm at. I feel like I'm getting close to the end, but I think maybe I'm not, but I don't even know. Don't even know. I, I, I looked it up. I'm like, the game's like 20 hours. I think if you do everything, technically, I feel like I played six to 10. So I think maybe I haven't technically scratched the surface or, you know, halfway, but, uh, I don't know. But yeah, it's pretty much just been, been gears tactics in modern warfare. Uh, I, I plan to freaking start playing, uh, hard mode of final fantasy seven. Uh, but I still have to get back to that. I've dropped near automata dropped freaking, um, the outer worlds. I felt like I was pretty close to that so much gamer guilt and so much stuff I wanted. I, I want to complete, but you know, <laughs> I just gotta, I have to immediately get these challenges before they go away because of this immense fear of missing out, you know, but I digress. Um, outside of that, um, uh, I guess other media wise, uh, boy, <laughs> the office man, oh, I've been thoroughly, thoroughly engaged with, uh, with that damn show. I'm on season eight so far now. I'm pretty much in the, um, the arc with, um, Michael Scott has left. Um, and Andy is now, now basically the manager, regional manager and <laughs> the weird dude. I, I forgot his name. The, um, the super smart CEO guy or the guy that managed to freaking go to <laughs> go to Joe. 
uh, and and take her CEO position spot. She willingly gave it to him. And <laughs> now he's the CEO. I didn't even see that freaking happening at all. I thought like, oh, no, this guy is not even going to be hired. And clearly, lo and behold, end up he's freaking CEO over the position he was initially interviewing for. Dude is freaking creepy as hell, weird as hell. But uh, thoroughly enjoying that that arc. Um, man, yeah, it's it's kind of kind of disappointed. I didn't I didn't watch it sooner, but I did. <laughs> if now's any 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 time, it is now. Um, and I'm yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I think t- currently I'm in the 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 episodes where Dwight and Jim and a couple other characters are in, um, they are in Florida where they're trying to, uh, get saber into the stores and trying to do that. Now they're going back on that. And then I guess, uh, Dwight's potentially going to get fired. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm in that episode, uh, whichever one that is, but I know specifically I am in uh season eight, I'm in 20 episode 20 ish something, but thoroughly enjoying that. Um, part of me is like, man, I was like, kind of in disbelief how, uh, Steve Carell, AKA Michael Scott is just just straight gone. It felt when he left, it felt very conclusive, but part of me was hoping like, ah, man, they're just going to keep, just going to keep looking for people until Michael just comes back. I knew it. And yeah, it's like what it felt like a full blown season and a half and he's not come back. So I'm like, I don't think he is. I think he, he probably did something very major. I'm guessing or something like that. I don't know, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'll start that. That's pretty much been it, man. Gaming and <laughs> gaming in the office, which, uh, I'm not mad about. Hey, but I think that will um, conclude this episode of Switch of Sites, uh, episode 55. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms, feel free to um, like, rate, and subscribe. Uh, good or bad, any feedback is appreciated. Um, what else? Oh yeah, you can also catch me recording this live on Twitch TV slash A Switch where like what happened this episode that of course just audio issues wanna happen. So maybe this whole episode is just non existent now that I messed the damn audio up. But hey, you know what? That's life. All right. You know what? You keep getting hit. Keep getting hit. At one point, you're going to get back up. At one point, you're going to get back up and say no. Then you're going to sock, sock them in the face. That's what you got to do sometimes. All right. Don't back down. I mean, you know, when it's. When you're down, you got to get back up. When you're down, you got to get back up. But if you're already down, uh, stay down for a bit so you can rest, then get back up. Or, you know, if you're already up, 
maybe you want to go down for a bit, then you can get back up. If, if you know what I mean. All right. Maybe this is, this is going over people's heads because you're not seeing the, the, the bigger picture, you know, let me stop the fake preachy stuff. <laughs> Need to give me a book. <laughs> the more you go, the more you go by a switch. There you go. Like, what does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know. That's what you need to know. The more you go. Oh, getting dumb. Getting dumb. Um, yeah. Oh, any, uh, any questions you have to submit to the show, uh, feel free to submit them at a switch TV at gmail.com had to had to recall what, what, what that actually was. Um, that's it. I always feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh yeah. You can also catch me on Twitter at twitter.com or no catch me on Twitter at a switch where, you know, admittedly I like big butts and you know, other stuff. But I do post ignorant stuff too, you know, very, very, pretty much all game related with a little bit of booty here and there, you know? So, I mean, Hey, if video game and booties is your thing, I mean, Hey, you know, I might be a, be a conduit, your conduit for booties and games. Hey, switch. You said, I said it right here. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Your conduit for booties and video games. Just had to had to take a moment to process that. <laughs> Either way, um, uh, everybody be safe. Um, don't cough on yourself and other people that you might. You might get, you might get clapped in probably more ways than one. If you, you know what that means. So, um, yeah, yeah. Don't get, don't cough. <laughs> That's better. That's better. That's a better general term. Don't cough. All right. Don't cough. Get your game on. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.